Good morning, people of the internet. You are listening to Debbie Radio 79.5 FM, a podcast where we discuss the movie Gross Point Blank one minute at a time. I am your co-host, Hugh David. And I'm Dev Sodiger. And on today's show, we're going to be looking at Minute 8. Joining us on today's show, we have Billy Holku, self-professed generic nerd. Welcome back, Billy. It's been good to have you this week. Uh, yeah, thank you. It's, uh, it's a lot of fun coming around and uh, just talking about Gross Point Blank. Love it. Absolutely fun. Such a good film. Let's go, let's go. Let's go. So, let's Dev, go. do you want to set up where we are at this point? So, uh, it feels like we're never going to leave this parking lot <laughs> in the outskirts of LA. Um, uh, we have, uh, we, the opening of this minute is uh, Martin Blank kind of rubbing his eyes, looking fairly tired while sat in the side of his Lincoln Town car, mm-hmm. uh, talking to Marcella on the phone uh, once again mm-hmm. about uh, his high school reunion. And it goes through that onto the beginnings of his next hit mm-hmm. as he's uh, lowering a camera and a cord down to uh, apparently poison his next victim. Mm-hmm. So, tell her, you were saying that there is, is it this minute or the next minute with the Thing that weirds you out the next okay, minute we'll so we'll stay that. tuned for we, that yes tomorrow, dev yeah. has a thing in this sequence that weirds him out so we'll talk about it in a second can i just praise joan cusack please <laughs> anytime let's anytime. just do that she's so Although, right. i do she's want so to point out those earrings because those earrings are horrific <laughs> <laughs> it's the star at the time yeah. Yeah, I, I feel like it's the style in the 1930s. <laughs> but then again, this is the woman that is later dressed like a member of Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club band. So, well, yeah, but you see, what I think is ironic is that people like Madonna would wear Sergeant Pepper style stuff. It, like it never went away. Is the crazy thing if you follow pop music, and I get the feeling that mm. this is the Marcel. This is how we see Marcella's character outside of her job. Is she? Is is her? her she's. I, I would, you know, I would love to know if Cusack chose these herself, or if it was the the, the set. You know, if she worked with the production designer and the, and the and the costume designer for them. But it does feel very because it's also ninety seven, ninety six, ninety seven. So this is this is post X Files. So there's a there's a dash of Scully about the way she's dressed. Yeah, I had never made you that association. No, and... why? No, and I—I ha- I mean, in my defense, I hadn't seen X Files until probably about a decade ago. Yeah. so quite a yeah, long time after late. it first came out. But, um, yeah. the... but you're absolutely right. It—it yeah. it is very, very scarlet. The hair, the, the yeah, hairstyle, the makeup, the hair, the ball, yeah, the, the earrings, yeah. the big shoulder pads. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's, <laughs> yeah. as you say, it's only when we see her the next day with the with the Sergeant Pepper jacket, uh, which is how we know it's partly how we know it's the next day. Um, is is and then you realise that the haircut, as you say, the bob's there, Billy. But the the rest of it, at that point, she's no longer dressed like she's no longer a scully like, but she is very much that kind of professional woman, knowledgeable. And there's something about the way she says, "You don't seem like well your old self lately." And there's something about the way she emphasises that, almost like it's oh, I don't know how to put this. I want to say that she is. Um, uh, <laughs> I want to say that she is kind, sort of, like, like not quite demasculizing him, but she's kind of, it feels like she's undermining him somehow. 
I don't know how to explain this because it's all in her tone. It's not in the words. It's all in the way she delivers it. And it just sounds ever so slightly like, I have noticed that you are there's something wrong. And you do have something wrong. But I know you won't listen to me. So I'm going to play this game. I don't know what you guys I think. think. This, this reminds me of that conversation we had several minutes ago, uh, right at the beginning of the film when we were talking about Marcella being the one in the boss's office yes, and Martin Blank being the one that sits at the reception desk. Yes. And I think that all of the, all of the conversations over the phone, you see a very comfortable Marcella. This is how she's used to interacting with him. It's Mm. him on the other end of a phone line and she can let a little bit of a personality show through. And you see a personality in, in uh, another scene in the film where she's, uh, providing a, a soup recipe uh, and then ordering ammunition or correcting an ammunition order. Um, but she has a bit of sass. She has a bit of, you know, no shits given, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, mm-hmm. she's, she's clearly uh, yanking his chain with the welcome back to the old oak tree uh, mm-hmm. routine. Um, yeah. I mean, it definitely does solidify that relationship of like Martin Blank is the specialist, but she's the one that, actually makes everything work yeah do you guys uh billy have you played metal gear solid uh not not really no okay dev i've played one and two okay so i've watched my partner kim play all of them (laughs) they're very entertaining to watch actually surprisingly not all games are it's not always you know not every game is watchable when someone else is playing you need to play it these are very watchable because they're basically based on you know action movies and james Bond movies uh the creator hideo kojima is an absolute nerd like us and he's into all the same sort of things but one of the things that is interesting about those games is they're very and they go back all the way to when this film came out but uh, so they've been through several iterations but there's always they're, they're about the specialist in the field and he, he's got the earphone and he's being talked to by people. And, you know, there's always, there's a similar theme going on there. And given given how he's a, a movie buff, I wonder if Koji, Kojima got some movies. Fans nickname him Koji. So I, I wonder if Koji got something out of this film because it does feel occasionally like that sort of dialogue. I mean, later on you'll get 24 and it all becomes very common. You know, the person on the phone, you know, hand to the ear every time, you know, like, yeah. like stop showing everybody where your money that you're on a headset. Like, that's the thing that always oh, yeah. gets me when I see these guys. It's like, stop doing that. Everyone can see that, you know. Um, but I feel like this film is almost nails it out right out the gate. This kind of format of that, as you say, the support officer, the, 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 yeah, whatever you want to call it. I don't know, quartermaster, whatever, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah, you, exactly. You've got the unit, you've got the controller, mm-hmm. you know. So, um, but it's it, it's it's a bit of a trope, I I, I would say as well. You know, so you you have it all everywhere. Um, you hear it sometimes in Halo. Mm. Uh, you know, but there's it's even even in Batman when um, you've got the character of Oracle. Yeah. You know, Batman's running around, and you've got your watchtower. It's like, what's going on? Yep. So you've got the greatest detective, and he's running around everywhere, but he's always relying on that person in the ear. I mean, do we think it? I mean, in the case of of of, of a hitman, it makes sense. Do, I, I feel like the trope makes a little bit less sense with some of our other characters. I think mm. it's almost people. It's almost because writers are growing up with the internet and are kind of like, oh, you have to have somebody to tell you what you need to know. And it's like, 
the whole point about Batman is it's all in his head. He knows it. (laughs) It's not just that, though, right? It's it's super lazy exposition. Yes. It's an excuse to narrate to the audience. Yes. That's a good point. Which, ironically, is the exact thing that it's not really being done in this Yeah, no, the film is not doing that at all. No, no, no. Right, it doesn't even make mention to the literal next hit that he's got to do in this entire phone conversation. No, no, exactly. It's crazy. Um, and but it's also and it's also an interesting psychological thing, isn't it? Because it's a reminder that for a generation of men who worked in in certain organisations and offices and, and 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 hierarchical structures, the people who know them best are not family, are not friends. It's their secretarial mm. staff. It's their support staff who yeah. know them the best. That will babysit the uh, undetermined gendered cat when. Uh, yeah, they go out of town, right? Yeah, and and sort out the the therapist appointments, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, et yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's what PAs did. I mean, I, I was always amazed at what the PA for my boss at ADV Films used to do. Like, they were both women, and she would, she would, the boss would think nothing of saying to the PA, "Oh, you know, can you make sure you've got some more pads in for me this month and stuff like that?" Like, what has that got to do with the job? But Americans seem to think that's how personal assistants work, you know? I don't know. I've never had one. Well, <laughs> yeah, it's not just Americans either, though. I've, I've, I know of other folks who work as ABPs, even in the UK, and it's a very similar kind of experience. Well, um, a, a quick question in it, again, uh, to, to you guys. In regards to the relationship of the character of Marcella and Lank, uh, in regards to the casting, do you think that due to her sassiness, due to her familiarity, mm. could she actually be related to Marcella? Marcella oh, and as Lang? opposed to could not, as, actually be related? As, as opposed to just being related as as, as actors, do you think they they're related? Yeah. That's an yeah. interesting concept. Like they're actually family. They're hence why she's able to give that you know that kind of sassiness, that kind of informality that you notice that when she's on the phone she's giving it she's giving all this you know she's like reciting she's kind of playing with him but then later on in the film she's yeah she's quite they're quite separated that's a really interesting point did they by casting family are they also implying a familial relationship that's a really interesting point i had never thought of that i can't see it given the broken down relationship he has with his own parents okay um when he leaves home, I don't think he's the kind of person that would ever lean on a familial relationship. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, but I do, I have always wondered where the two of them met or how the two of them mm. met because she talks about, you know, um, someone she used to clerk with and like, mm. it's, there's definitely like, you know, she had a career before she started working for him she has connections with people that are of value and i wonder if she went through quantico or something or uh, something like that to give her training in this field and they met right. at some point that's interesting in service yeah that, could that, be that would make sense i do think it's interesting mm. that he doesn't know if she's ever been to a high school reunion like i would hope that if they were related he would know that but I guess it's not I given. Think, I think the reasoning for that becomes clear when they meet in person. Yeah. Um, 
and you know we can talk a bit more about that when that happens because okay. it's not too far out but mm -hmm. that how the relationship dynamic changes there i think explains that a lot yeah okay cool all righty then anything else from this minute guys i think this is I have I have a couple more things. Please, so we have ahead. that that conversation with Marcella, and we haven't actually gone on to the actual hit. Mm. Um, and it wasn't until we were watching this a minute at a time that I really consciously recognised that there is a uh, context shot here mm. of a like a neon strip, which is clearly where the hotel is located. And I was trying to figure out where the hell it is, mm. and I'm assuming it's Vegas, but it a very different Vegas or I don't know. Maybe it's just like a, I think it is Vegas. It's just, it just, I mean, you know, Vegas has developed very quickly yeah. over the last, I mean, annoyingly movielocations.com skips that bit. They, they, yeah, they just, I couldn't find it. It either. just says fake conspires and they just skip onwards. So somebody hasn't done their due diligence yeah. on that. Although I suppose I could, well, I mean, I'll double check, uh, IMDB. And see it because oh, the stuff people put into the IMDb, honestly, um, you never know. Uh, Not like I've uh, put any anything on IMDb. <laughs> Between you and Cosmos, mate, I mean, <laughs> the amount of stuff that people I know have put on there. I mean, I mean, I used to put stuff up there myself, but that was for work. I mean, I, I still have my my access to to add. Um, in the same way, I still have my editorial access for um, not editorial, my um, contributor access for Wikipedia, but uh, I try not to use them anymore. <laughs> Although I keep me, I'm going to do this with some with, with with in my critical thinking class with Year Twelve. At some point, I'm going to pull up a Wikipedia page. I'm going to log in and I'm going to actually change it in front of them and see what happens. I just want to see their realization when they realize how easy it is, but also then to watch it get changed back fairly shortly afterwards so look i'm changing history well this is the problem this is the problem with the online right goofs quotes connections trivia i cannot find uh why, why did they put locations on imdb i can't find it uh, faq what? how long i feel like that parking structure in the background should be like super iconic i'm on second 39 yeah if, yeah yeah i'm with if you. you're wanting to see exactly what i'm seeing it's like neon light lit hotels like that seem. Yeah. It's like a seedy kind of hotel. I in in yeah. my head, I think it was still in LA mm. uh, or something like, or maybe uh, Miami or something like yeah. that. Yeah, you know. Um, yeah, th those are both valid. Oh, hang on a minute. I'm sorry, just looking at IMD has got a list of locations, but it doesn't link them to which scene, uh, which is very annoying because uh, it doesn't help us. Um, right, so that isn't it. Uh, oh, well, we'll find out later on. Um, Some homework for, for yeah, a future minute to, I, to circle I back I mean, on. I think it might be uh, Ambassador Hotel on Wilshire Boulevard, but I'm not sure. Ah, okay. I'm not sure. I will have to get a picture of that place to check. Um, but yeah, that seems to be our, our possible... Um, because there's a several, there's more than one hotel listed in the IMDb. So yes, that was going to be one point. What was your other one? Um, <clears throat> we'll see more of it in the next minute, so maybe I should hold it okay. till then. But it's to do with the way that the um, the next sequence is cut, and and we'll let's let's hold that for for, 
tomorrow. All right, then. Fantastic. So uh, this was minute eight of Gross Point Blank podcast, Debbie Radio, 79.5 FM, featuring your hosts, co-writers, and co-producers, myself, Dev Sodega, and Hugh David. And today's guest was Billy Holku, self-professed generic nerd. Billy, where can we find you online? Uh, yeah, you can find me on our Instagram, uh, Dim Sum Discussions, uh, where it's all full of great food pics and um, some information of where you can get Get some great dim sum and dumplings. Excellent. Uh, you can find us at All Good Podcast Players as well as on YouTube, X, and Spotify, all under the handle at Debbie Radio, which is spelled D E B I Radio, on our website, DebbieRadio.com, as well, which once again is D E B I Radio. You can also join us on our Facebook listeners group, Debbie Radio 79.5 FM Fan Club and uh, chat more about the movie or movies in general and uh, we look forward to seeing you there sure was clear that all of this was new concentrating hard like a little girl smoking for the first time it wasn't a moment it was a feeling of mood